Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. We are brought to you by the best durable food company in the world, My Patriot Supply. Listen to me and listen carefully. This story is going to reinforce the need why you need to make sure that you have several months, if not a couple of years, of storable food on hand. And I'm going to recommend that you hide a lot of it. We'll talk about that in future broadcasts. But right now, they've got a great special on, 25% off, three-month special. The food is high quality, tastes great, and it has lots of diversity. You won't get sick of eating the same thing. It stores for 25 years, tastes the same on the 25th year as it does the first year. So this is a no-lose proposition. I'm going to recommend strongly that you go to preparewithdave.com. That's prepare with dave.com well food's the topic but before we jump into this i want to make sure that you hear my plea and i mean this with all sincerity ladies and gentlemen we are running out of time and we need more people standing up the numbers can overwhelm the opposition but we've got to get the numbers now i think most people know what's wrong have an idea We need to move them to action. So please subscribe. That increases our reach. We get more people involved. And also, too, please share videos like this with people that you know. If one becomes 10, 10 becomes 100, we're on our way. And we need to do this quickly because the globalists are making their move right now. Look at the uh, shelves. Sitting here in an aisle of a grocery store, And the shelves are what, 75, 80% empty. You're looking at the grocery store of the future. It will be owned by the government. Now, this process is starting in Canada, but it's also being proposed in Chicago. And Biden is looking at this as a way to curb inflation. I don't know why he's thinking that way, because in the inflation rate, we don't count the cost of food, nor do we count the cost of gas. Like we don't have to work or or, uh, or or drive to work or eat. It's crazy. But anyway, let's talk about Trudeau. He came out today and he said, box stores are the reason that we have inflation and climate change. And oh, by the way, let's throw grocery stores in there too. And a lot of box stores have, you know, food shopping, and that's Walmart, for example. And he's saying, this is responsible for inflation and climate change. And if you don't fix it, if you don't lower your prices by 20 to 30%, we are going to take you over. You will pay increased taxes and we'll do wage and price controls. And you're going, OMG, my goodness gracious, he's really going to do this. He meant business. Now, what will happen is this. Food consolidation. And you say, I don't care about Canada. Stay with me because it's coming here. Food consolidation will happen. Who can absorb a 20 to 30% loss in food sales, but it can be balanced by other retail, correct? That would be box stores. Food is only part of what they do. But if you go to a regular grocery store, mid-sized, even a big one, They can't absorb the hit. They will go out of business. 
And this will consolidate food into the box stores. You go, oh my gosh, I got it. Now, where have we seen this before? This is just dusting off an old strategy in a different flavor. In the beginning of the lockdowns, we had essential businesses. And of course, we had non-essential businesses. All that was, was we're saying, you're going broke and we're going to reward you because we like you. You're big and powerful. Now, the box store stayed in business, even though they sold products that were available in many of the small business stores, often at cheaper prices. It's just they didn't have the volume and the breadth of inventory. But they went out of business at a 58% rate during the lockdowns. The box stores made record profits. So if you think that they're mad at Trudeau for saying, you are the reason that we have this problem with climate change and inflation. No, no, no. It's all part of the game. It's all part of the game to eliminate the competition and consolidate food. And you're going to hear this theme a lot as we go through this day, which is a repetitive theme on how they're going to control you. And the economy is a big way. And the best way to control people is through food. Henry Kissinger said this, if you control oil, you control nations. If you control food, you control people. Now, if you control the food, you control the people, then you control all the wealth. You can force CBDC upon people. Then we'll get into that a little later. Now, I want you to hear the caveat. Trudeau left an opening. You might be exempt from our controls, If you'll be willing to take some of your profits and put it into subsidizing low-rent, affordable apartments for the poor. Oh, my gosh. So the people that are going to put out of work by these policies are going to need places to live because they're going to lose their income. (laughs) This is, oh, my, this, do you see what's happening? And by the way, you're saying, How will they get all these people into dense urban developments that we'll call smart in 15-minute cities? We're just describing one of the ways right here. I hope you're paying attention. If you're going broke in this consolidation of wealth by the box stores, you may be forced to get rid of your home, move to where you have subsidized housing, courtesy of the people who used government to bankrupt you. Are you following the line of reasoning now? Now, AOC has given us a pretty good clue as to where this is going. Oh, that would be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, one of the great intellectuals of our time. Stand in line with Joe Ocasio. Now, she says, and I'll read the quote here, inflation is nothing but right-wing propaganda. This is really important, people. You have people like me who understand that the inflation rate that you're being told is not the inflation rate because it doesn't count gas and food. They also play games. And this is a right-wing conspiracy. There's no such thing as inflation. Ocasio-Cortez, as she said, it's so. It's true. This is only used to fight against her climate change policies. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is absolutely amazing, but it goes. It gets better. Uh, when we look at Ocasio-Cortez, she gives us some real clues as to what's going to come. 
Now, if we follow Ocasio-Cortez's logic here, very soon, me discussing inflation and telling you, well, this is how it's another tax. So basically, you know, you're paying 20% more than you did a year ago for the same things, whether you're eating out or, or shopping in a grocery store or buying clothes, you know, depending on the product or service or what it's at about 20% more. So we don't need anyone to tell us there's inflation. We feel it every time we go. And the rate the government says is irrelevant. And most of us are tuning the government out anyway. But Ocasio-Cortez wants to make it so you can't criticize. And the reason they don't want you to criticize is because of the fact that they want to bring in all these controls over you. They want to bankrupt you through high interest rates and inflation. We're going to talk about that later in the day. So they're going to bankrupt you through that and increase taxes. And we're going to do, by the way, a live stream on the taxation thing. This is frightening beyond belief. Uh, Bring your notepad. But anyway, Ocasio-Cortez is really kind of setting the stage to eliminate all discussion as the government enforces control over the food supply. And here are some ancillary things that I've mentioned that I'm going to tie into this now. For the third time, the Journalism Competition and Protection Act is going to be coming back. And what the discussion is right now is they're going to put it in the upcoming defense bill. Well, no one's going to vote against the defense bill. It'll have the JCPA in there and licensing requirements for people like me. I'm done. I'm out of business. I won't be doing this. I'll do this in some form. I'm going to drop a little bombshell here, but it's going to be in the form of a hint because I don't have permission to expose the full part. But I know people who are bringing an alternative to the Internet that can't be regulated. And it will be easily accessible to people. Now, how quickly people will convert, I think, will depend on the amount of control on the Internet and how many people they kick off the Internet. And this will be the place they'll go. And they can outlaw it, but they can't control it. And I'm telling you, that's coming. So you won't see the last of Dave Hodges, but you'll see the last of Dave Hodges in this format and in people like me. And that would even include people like Newsmax, One American News, the whole nine yards. People that hold press passes and go to White House press conferences, these people will be banned from broadcasting on the Internet. That's coming. This is why they put all these radical freaks on the FCC committees. Uh, what was her name? Gigi Sohn. Oh, my God. Not even worth going into. Okay. Now, um, we're going to be eliminated so we can't talk about what's happening. Okay. So this is going to be off the pale. Okay. Now, they're going to have to control um, food. Food's the basis for controlling people. And if you're wondering why we're letting the Chinese, against national security interests, buy up record amounts of farmland in the interior of America in the breadbasket, you're learning why. And also, too, if you're learning why 200 food processing plants have been destroyed and not one federal investigation, not a one. If this was Planned Parenthood, do you think that the FBI would be out investigating? Yeah, because they protected it. They've arrested people for praying in front of these centers, even when they're posing no threat to anyone coming in and out. They don't want the the visual of uh, any kind of dissent. Uh, This is why they represented uh, Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade said, and even Ruth Bader Ginsburg went along with it. She agreed. Roe v. Wade, all that said, people, was that we're not taking a position on abortion. We're saying it's not a guaranteed federal right under the Constitution. It has to be decided at the state level because that's where all things not talked about in the Constitution go to, Tenth Amendment. That's all it was. It was an administrative decision, not a value or legal discussion or decision at all by the Supreme Court. That's not the way the media controlled it. 
and they didn't they don't want opposition forces telling you it's only a constitutional issue your state still gets to decide and you can have more influence on your state than you can on your congress and i'm just using this as an example because they want to completely control the narrative so they can pull off this plot now biden has said that he is uh, going to deal with inflation. He's the cause of inflation. Killing our our energy is killing our economy and is greatly inflating everything because the cost of shipping everything, which is everything we buy and sell, it's going up dramatically. Well, that's inflationary. So he's the cause, but he says, I'm going to enact some things too. He's going to follow the Trudeau model. Now, if you say, oh, Dave, come on, that's a stretch. Oh, really? Okay, Mayor Brandon, he's the real Brandon, but Mayor Brandon of Chicago said on Thursday, we need to take over the grocery stores in Chicago to guarantee that people have a low-cost, efficient, and safe place to shop. We being the city of Chicago. This is such fascism neo-Nazism. They, this is partly how they'll control your food choices. If they do this, they don't even need CBDC to control your food. Now, they need it to control other things, but they can control your food if the government owns it. No, we're not going to have any meat in our store. No, we're not going to have any dairy, but the bug section is right over there. Don't underestimate the trends we're seeing, the seemingly unrelated announcements, it fits into the bigger hole. Someone handed Brandon a script, and Mayor Brandon said, oh, this is what we ought to do. Why? Oh, because it says so here on the paper. It's kind of like the, the Hawaiian governor, Josh Green. Uh, just tell the people you're not going to do smart cities or smart islands, and they won't bother to go to your website and see that you're a liar. It's okay. Just go ahead and tell them. We won't let any developers into Lahaina. Just tell them that too. <laughs> it's the same crap, people. It's the same thing everywhere. All right. Now, here's another thing that's going to happen. It's, it's not just going to be control of food. You control food, you control the people. But what they're doing now is, as I said in Canada, they're going to produce a greater amount of people that are bankrupt. Businesses go out of work. People can't replace the income. They go Chapter 11, the Canadian version of Chapter 11, which isn't very good and doesn't give the people very much protection. Many of them will become homeless, particularly with small merchants. But it's okay because the box stores will take some of those profits as demanded by the government and pay for homeless housing. Oh, they won't do that here, Dave. Oh, contraire, mon frere. L.A. is in the process of doubling their property taxes for the express purpose of taking care of the homeless. Now, right now, they're just going to think it's homeless encampments. Uh-uh. It's the homeless they're going to create by these economic policies. Are you beginning to see how all this fits together? But we're not done. We're not done. we got a couple more things. Do you remember two days ago on a live stream? I hope you saw this. I talked about the fact that real estate was shifting from private institutional investment owning, you know, banks, mortgage brokers, so shifting from that, Federal Reserve too, uh, to 40%. 
And they said this was a low end estimate. I've talked to some people since then. They tell me it's probably closer to 65, 70%. But most of home ownership is going to go in the hands of the rich. Consolidation of real estate ownership. And they're collapsing the real estate market right now to make sure that happens. Now you're saying, Dave, I thought this was about food. Stay with me. It's a mutual plot. If you control food, you control the people. But also you need to eliminate the economic competition that might oppose you legally. And so what you have to do is oppose the people who really have the ability to collectively stand up to you. They have money, they have means, and they have more numbers than the elite. And that would be the upper middle and the middle class, particularly your entrepreneurs, your small businesses, your landlords. Uh Uh-oh, now you're going to see why I talked about real estate consolidation when I began talking about food. What they're going to do now is eliminate landlord holdings by private individuals. It's going to go to institutions. The Housing, Urban, and Development, HUD, you know what they've done? They've given themselves permission. They've passed their own law, bypassed Congress. They've passed their own law. It's called Administrative Procedure. And they can review any landlord contract and say, "Ah, that's not good. No, no, I can't enforce that. And those people, the tenants, get to live there rent-free. Where did we see this before? Oh, that's right. That's when the CDC unconstitutionally and illegally told landlords, you can't collect rent. So what happened? Some of them went broke. They went bankrupt. You see, what's the goal of controlling people, controlling decisions? What's the the reason that they're going to go after the landlords? To eliminate upper middle class competition for the elite in ways that they could rise up and 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 basically lead an American revolution. You see, who led the American revolution in 1776? It was the property class. This is why the revolution was only had 3% participation. It was the property people that were being, they thought, killed by the 2% tax on tea and other taxation policies, limitations of quantities for shipments. And they said, we're not going to put up with this from the British. They're taking money out of our pockets. So we need a revolution. Of course, they couched it under... Uh, political divine rights and so forth, you know, when in the course of human events, not in a declaration of independence, we, the people, okay, we rising up, but really the motivation for the founding fathers was financial, but they couched it under the guise of constitutionalism. Well, (laughs) it's not any different today. The upper middle class would rise up and some of them are, but they're going to have their knees broken. They're going to be chopped off at the kneecaps. And they're going to be left there naked, not being able to resist what's happening. So we're going to see policies like landlord-tenant, okay, and and confiscation of wealth from grocery stores and mid-level grocery stores that can't absorb the loss, and they're going broke. And so what you see then is a consolidation of power, power over property, power over food. And when we get to taxes today, you're going to see how there, the idea of privately owned intergenerational farms is going to be eliminated because of a twofold death tax. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be going through that later today. So they're going to control the food supply at the growing level because the taxation policies coming out of this nearly $5 trillion increase in taxes we'll be paying for next year. And you're probably just having a holy poop moment right now with what I said, because I think the light just went on. And you can see how all these different things 
coalesce and they converge into one concept. We can make you because we have the power. Make you what? Make you do anything we want. And resistance is futile. I mean, this is right out of Star Trek. This is the Borg. And I, and I and and you may have to go back and listen to this twice to absorb it because you're not taught this in school. You know, I went through my sociology classes and I had a good education. It was one of my majors as an undergrad. And I graduated with a fairly good understanding of economics, supply and demand, the class structure, bifurcation of classes, so forth, class struggles, Karl Marx, all that stuff. I did learn that pretty well, but I had to be in the real world and see just what forces manipulate those structures and how everything is about conflict. And Karl Marx was right about one thing. Class conflict is constant. And what we're going through right now is a war. It's the same thing as if we were being conquered by a military. They come in and they can either execute you or they'll just take your resources. You'll do what they say. You might be slave labor and they'll keep you alive as long as you're useful. And and what we're looking at here is not a shooting war of occupation. We're looking at an economic war of occupation and they're going to control the most vital resource, which is food. But then they're also going to use uh, strategies to get the land to further to control the food. I'm hoping this makes sense to you. But this is real world application of my background and my other major as an undergrad was in history. So with my background in history and sociology, I begin to see how these things fit together because we're just repeating old themes. This is done before when the Ukrainians, the original Ukrainians, uh, stood up to Stalin. He starved over 20 million of them to death. You go, oh, that's right. Haldemore. This is not new. This is not new. When Venezuela was out of compliance with U.S. policies, Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State. She helped to enact policies that led to severe food shortages in Venezuela, despite the fact they were one of the leading producers of oil. And so getting home from the grocery store was an adventure. It's coming here. It's happening as we speak. So you say, Oh, that's in Canada, what they're going to do there, and Trudeau is going to do this, that. No, 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 no. It's a global plot. That's why they call it globalism. It may come in in a different guise. In Canada, the way Trudeau has assumed power, he can be a little more dictatorial than Biden, who's already dictatorial. But Biden has to go about this a little bit differently. But the end result is going to be exactly the same. Like, let me just read to you here. Biden announced his plan to address rising costs of living to parallel Trudeau. Uh, he's going to continue to raise interest rates. He may have to en- enact price and wage controls. Um, and I'll say as a side, he still ignores the 200 food processing plants because he wants to take food processing uh, away from the people. And he does that by creating an artificial shortage. Uh, a rationing system is coming and it's going to be embedded into central bank digital currency. This is what a lot of economists are saying is coming. And I mean a lot of economists. It's not some obscure economist that's coming up with a bizarre conspiratorial theory. I'm talking mainstream economists are saying this. Now, if you don't think that they haven't put out a safety net to prevent a violent revolution, then ask yourself this question. Why today, 
would they be going from 11 cities that have universal basic income working for nothing? And they're moving it to 81 cities next year. Why? Because they know they're bankrupting the country and they don't want people to go pick up one of the 400 million guns that exist in this country and take to the streets. So do what you're told, shut your mouth, move to where we tell you, and we'll feed you for a while. I hope this paints a picture of partially where we're going, but I have to warn you, this picture very soon is going to get very, very involved. There's a lot more detail with a lot more variables, and we're going to unfold all of it right here today on The Common Sense Show. If you have not checked out our TV show, we bring in expert guests. Uh, we had two yesterday. I'll knock your socks off. But we're gonna, we bring in two expert guests that tell you, hey, this is what's happening. This is what you need to know. Yes, this is all new to America, but based on my experience in these areas, this is what you should be doing. You go, that's a pretty good idea for a show. Okay, I'll be modest and just say it's the guests that make the show, which is really a true statement. Um, it's very inexpensive, um, but we are still getting five-star ratings on world's major platforms, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we'll be happy to bring it to you. TheCommonSenseShow.tv, sign up today.